Now, I know that we all would love to know what the secret was to a longer life so we could live to be, you know, 105-year-old. Maybe. Maybe not all of us. But that's not what we're looking at necessarily this morning. But the question always is, post someone living to triple digits or close to it, what were their keys to longer life? Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. And 17 Secrets for Living was done, and it's shared on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. And I like that one of them is uh, uh, allow yourself some vices, whether that is something like hot dogs or vodka. Hot dogs which, and vodka. Which is Betty White's vices. But I thought the interesting thing was to list some of these off and see what you know you and I think about them, because a little bit cliche at times, but like... One of them, you know, is don't compare yourself to uh, or your life to anyone else because that's just asking for the worst kind of trouble. Bingo. You ain't them, they ain't you. You have no idea how gnarly their demons might be. Very true. So there's that. The vices. Uh, uh, I thought one of the good ones, too, was learn to say no when you need to say no and don't feel guilty about it. Yes. Um, I can give for instance. So Ashley is just has a terrible case of the flu right now yeah she is home for now her third day awful just suck it up and i told and and each day has gone exactly like this i don't feel well okay what's wrong symptoms you should probably stay home i don't think i can no you're not feeling well you can stay home Uh, and then eventually i win the argument because she just feels absolutely miserable she doesn't have the strength to go on arguing with me right say no you can say no because Certain people, people close to you should understand, family and friends. Yeah. And there should be at least some level of respect in terms of the workplace or et cetera. Like, it just has, she she is sick. She is sick as a dog. Right. Down for the couch. You're not making this one up. They're going to understand. Yeah. At the end of the day, you feel like you're letting other people down, but you got to take care of yourself first because- Nobody else is going to. You are going to let them down if you show up and do substandard work because you're going to disappoint yourself too. Just take care of yourself. It'll be there. The work will be there when you come back. I promise you. Work ain't going to go anywhere. It's not like magically you're going to be gone. They're like, well, we got all the work done. We don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be something there. Exactly. Also on that list, say you're sorry whenever it's required. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important. I think it's kind of along the same lines in terms of the stubbornness when it comes to dealing with emotions and sticky situations. Like we have trouble saying no when we need to and trouble apologizing. And admitting, because I think self-reliance or self-awareness, excuse me, mm-hmm. is a very big thing. Yes. I think it addresses the don't compare yourself, learn who you are is on this list, say you're sorry. Like self-awareness, I think, is huge mm-hmm. because you can identify your shortcomings. You can uh, identify what you need to work on, what your strengths are, because honestly, you should you should be the most honest with yourself. Yeah. Should not take someone else to tell you kind of a tool. Yeah. That's already a huge swing and a miss on your part. Yeah. What would you like to add to the list, though, McCall? There's a bunch on Again, you can see them on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, and I think they're a bit cliche, but I think a lot of it, there's truth that rings true to some of it. What else should be thrown in there? The list of long life or the list of... Living well. I've been listening to a book. I think books are very impactful, but I've been listening to a book called The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. It's one of my all-time favorite books ever. Some of the things that she actually references is living a uh, meaningful life. And she talks about creating for the sake of creating and not not creating because it's something that you have to do. But taking the guilt, taking the shame out of doing things like dancing and singing and painting and creating, because those are the things that I think as a 
our, our innate human nature is to create. Like the fact that we learned how to paint and create before we even learned how to feed ourselves as human beings speaks volumes, I think. So um, creating is a big priority, I think. You can add to the list. You can see the list that we referenced. Well, Utah's VFX on Facebook. Something that did not make this list that I think is very important as well, and in fact, a, a survey was recently done about it, is the need to also mentally maintain yourself a uh, little yeah. bit more. Go to therapy. In terms of specifically resetting, mm. needing to make a change every once in a while. Make 2022 the year of mental maintenance. Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated date on VFX. And I think one of the best things to do that is it's not being all of a sudden compulsive necessarily to make a change. Sometimes it's just freshening things up because getting stuck in a routine can turn into getting stuck in a rut. And mm-hmm. then you just feel like, what am I doing here? And the average person needs some of sort of reset change. In fact, uh, they say on average about every seven months. And it could be anything from a job, a hairstyle, mm-hmm. their diet, something in their relationship. It could be a ton of different things. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would point this one out to you because it made the list. It was number two. Okay. How often do you feel on average since you had active control over your hair? Do you feel like you change your hairstyle? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I go in every... I don't know maybe a couple months maybe a couple months when I was like changing my hair color that was you know every couple months also but at this point I feel like going in and actually like touching it up yeah maybe a month and a half average is uh average six, is four, six weeks 14 months 14 months people want to change their hairstyle every 14 mm. months is what the, the list says hairstyle makes sense hairstyle as a whole changes you know but going into like touch it up maintenance upkeep whatever type of a thing you know and i think that these are some of the diet's not a huge thing like it's a commitment so hopefully yeah. you can stick to it but i don't think all these things are necessarily um they're, they're changes but i think the the reset you got to think in terms of i think not necessarily everyday things but kind of changing up the everyday routine as well because like one of the reasons i like to travel is i think it's just good to put yourself somewhere else yeah and mentally unplug for a second. Mm-hmm. I found it to be extremely helpful. It's one of the biggest things we took away, Ashley took away from COVID, is being stuck at home so much more made it just kind of, you know, it was home and I was working from home and she was home a lot. And so it was just all these different things. And then you couldn't really separate it when it was time to sleep. Yeah. So then one of the things, the biggest takeaways we got was going and just sleeping somewhere else as a reset was huge for us. Yeah. But um, a couple of the other ones for you, uh, the average person is looking for a change at work every eight years, Makes change sense. hairstyle 14 months, refresh their diet 12 months, new car every seven years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm on board with this. I think that, uh, like, I think it gets easy for people to condemn it and say that you're either being compulsive or... Board. You know, how often do we hear that at a certain point in life, right? Midlife crisis. You just got to settle down, figure it out. No, thanks. But it's good to, to come up with something, even the even add just something new, not just reset to add something new to it. Because, again, I think that a routine is good. I mm-hmm. think humans seek out routine. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're not careful, routine becomes rut. Yes. And then you become just stuck creatively, yeah. mentally, and then you're like, 
I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. I don't enjoy this. This stinks. This is this is a conversation my therapist and I actually had on like Wednesday. We were just talking about change and how I mean humans have this innate desire for change and we are constantly in this state of evolving and adapting our identity to who we are because we as humans change and grow and adapt and learn new things each year. And so being in this evaluation is there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with evaluating who it is that you are today versus who it is that you were five years ago and accepting that both of those humans are you, but you are still changing.